Welcome to the Higher Life Ministries with Reverend Rex and Pastor Adeyinka Smith. Hello everyone. We have been involved in what I call the Authority Chronicles. We are on Authority Chronicle 4. It will focus on the uh, coming of the Lord Jesus, His resurrection and His uh, transmission of sonship, the spirit of sonship to us and how all of that works out and how, how to really become what we are talking about. We're going to focus on that a great deal. So I want you to be blessed. Now, Pastor Yinka, we are in Authority Chronicles 4. Talk to us about the objective of his coming and everything that goes with his resurrection and how it applies to sonship. Praise God. First of all, um, you all remember the Bible says to us in 1st John. Yes. That for this purpose the Son of God was manifested. Yep, and that is in John chapter 3, 3 verse 8b. Right, okay. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Yes. Now, when Jesus came, yes. we saw him doing mighty works. Yes. Healing the sick, raising the dead, blessing the lepers, casting out devils. But really and truly, that's not what he meant. When he says, for this purpose, the Son of God was manifested to destroy the works of the devil. It wasn't just him for three and a half years. Healing the sick. Healing the sick and destroying the works of the devil. It was his whole mission altogether that that verse refers to. And we, we will break it down into three. Yes. So the first thing I'll do is I'll read very quickly from John. Uh, sorry, John chapter 1, verse 29. It says, The next day, John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This was the first mission. Remember, keep that in, heart, in mind, that he came to destroy the works of the devil. Yeah. And the first thing he says to us here, John saw Jesus, you know, and by revelation, the Spirit of God had revealed this to him. So he said, behold the lamp of God who takes away the sin of the world. He didn't say the sins of the world. The sin. The sin, one. Wow. He, didn't, he, he wasn't referring that to the sins of all humanity. Mm. You know, everyone stealing and, um, and you no know, fornication. He wasn't referring to all of that. He was referring to the one sin that moved man from the realm of dominion into the realm of servanthood. Servanthood. From he the... was referring to the sin at the beginning. Wow. Okay. You know, that sin was a sin that moved man from being a predator into being a prey. A prey. It moved man from the realm of light into the realm of darkness. darkness. The place of authority yeah. to subjugation. To subjugation. That was the sin that did that. Now, that was the sin that Jesus was primarily focused on mm. in his mission. Because you see, if we say, if, if we think he was referring to all sins generally, something brought man into a place where he could even sin in the, sin first, in place. the first place. So that thing had to be dealt with. Yes. The mission of Jesus was dealing with the roots, not the fruits. Not the fruit, not the... You keep locking up the fruits, 
If the root is still there, it will bear. It will keep bearing. So he came for the root, the scene, that scene of Adam, that finished man, that sent the whole of creation into bondage. That was the first thing, that, that was what was referred to here. That behold the lamp of God who takes away the sin of the world. So with regards to destroying the works of the devil, the first thing in the mission or ministry of Jesus was to take away, was to deal with that, with that sin, sin. That caused man to lose authority. To lose authority. So you see, when we take the three points we're talking about, you will mm. see they all have to do with spiritual government. Government. Mm. Then the second thing, now remember the first, the lamp of God who takes away the sin of the world. The second thing is in John chapter 12. John 12, verse 31. Now read that quickly. Just one verse. John chapter 12, verse 31. Jesus was speaking here and he says, Now is the judgment of this world. Now the ruler of this world will be cast out. You know, when we read now is the judgment of this world, we think he's talking about judging humanity. Humanity. But that's not what he was talking about. There's a place called this world. Mm -hmm. Where we are told that the, the, the devil is the god of this world. The ruler of this world. That that. That place where he, you know, he, he dominates, he operates. That world is the one that suppresses this one, this physical realm. Right. That, that wow. world is the one that detects what happens here. Yeah. Yeah. Now is the judgment of this world. And then he says, now shall the ruler of this world or the prince of this world be cast, be cast out. out. Out of where? Not cast into hell. Cast out of that dimension. That dimension, that place of authority, that place of spiritual government. Now. And it's the same place we talk about in the morning devotion. Yeah. Well, I have used everything mm. I possibly can to describe it. The fourth dimension, mm. the, the the above the, the space, and you know, to come into the place where the realm of battle, yeah. where things are decided, the place of decision, the place of rulership, mm. yeah. the place that gives birth, and the earth deliver. You know, gives birth. To, or rather, in fact, the place where conceive where conception takes place mm -hmm. and the earth is forced to give birth mm -hmm. because the earth will take whatever is handed to it and it has no option but to deliver it to the earth. Mm -hmm. Whatever you deliver, you give to the to the physical realm from that dimension that Satan had got to occupy, the physical realm has no option but to give expression to it on the earth. Yeah. Yeah. So you see, Jesus was talking about unseating the devil mm. unseating the forces of darkness from the seat of government yes from the realm of control now shall the prince of this world be cast out mm. you know you remember when jesus sent out his disciples yep. the bible says they returned with joy and they said lord even the devils are subject to us in your name and jesus said i beheld satan as lightning fall from mm. heaven he wasn't speaking of what happened to lucifer in the beginning when he sent them out with authority, they actually unseated principalities. Wow. That's how they took over cities. Wow. That's how they produced results. They unseated the enemy. Yes. And they began to see results. They began to see results. Jesus said, I, I beheld them. I saw it in the spirit. They fell. They lost wow. their place. And as because soon as, of authority, they mm, lost their place. And as soon as you see that they've lost their place, you know, you know that the kingdom of God will have its way. So the primary um, 
uh, obstacle to the kingdom of God is really the seat of authority, seat of who authority. is governing. Yeah. No yeah. matter the effort that is put in, mm. in any area of life and in any city or territory, until you unseat the government, your efforts are going to come to nothing. To nothing. You remember the story we talked about yes. of, of, of Moses yes. in Egypt, mm. where God said, upon the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. judgment. And until that happened, because God was not referring to carved images, when he says, upon the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. He wasn't talking about carved images. He was, he was talking, talking about the principalities, principalities of, of that, that land. He said, I will execute judgment upon them. And until they were unseated, Israel could not go anywhere. They couldn't be free. They could not be free. From bondage. You know, so this is the second thing. The first thing we talked about with regards to the ministry of Jesus and him coming to, you know, to destroy the works of the devil. The first thing is that he came to deal with the sin, the original sin. That put man in that place. That put man in that place. And then secondly now, he came to reclaim spiritual government. Spiritual government. To reclaim spiritual government. The third thing we will see is in Hebrews chapter 2. Go with me to Hebrews chapter 2. Let's start reading from verse 9. It says, But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, might taste death for everyone. Verse 10 is really where we're going to. For it was fitting for him, for whom are all things, and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons to glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. So here's the mission, bringing many sons to glory. To glory. So three things with regards to Jesus destroying the works of the devil. Like we said, he wasn't referring to his three and a half years of ministry. Yes, it was. He was referring to his mission. Holistic yes, mission. Yes, the holistic mission, which will run for as long, you know, as we have this dispensation. This dispensation. The first thing, to deal with the original sin. The second thing, to unseat, to unseat principalities, to reclaim the seats of spiritual government. And the third thing, to raise up sons, sons to God. Everything, everything that God has in plan, in stock, mm. all of his plans, all of his purposes, all of his agendas, all hang on the shoulders of sons. Wow. God's dependence on sons is, let me, let me put it this way, too much. Mm. Because God has chosen not to have anything until what, except what we give to him. Wow. Normally, God, God owns the world. Yes. <laughs> and owns all things. But he has chosen, he has not, chosen not, to, not to own anything except, except what, what we give to him. Give to him. You've, got to, you've, got to take that, you've got to take that down. God has chosen, even though, and I can understand it, mm. even though he owns everything in the world, he has chosen not to own anything except the one that you, have, you give to him. So if you want God to be in charge of your family, for instance, then you have to take authority in your family, take the seat of government from the wicked one. That's the only way God comes into government in your family. Ah, so by this, this, this all makes sense. By us seizing control, a control, I think I've mentioned this a few times in our morning devotions, mm -hmm. by us seizing control from the enemy, chasing the enemy out, seize the seat of governance, or government we are able to hand and lay down that government of rulership mm. to christ that he might reign yep. through, us. through us or in fact we are also reigning through him mm. 
inter you know mingled in that way yes, yes. wow that he may he may have his way so we have a responsibility to seize government for his purpose for his purpose wow yes we do now we we have said and we keep saying again because we can't get away from this truth mm. god is counting on us all right we cannot continue to go about as children and wonder why there are no manifestations of god of god why there are no moves of his spirit mm. we can't wonder why the atmosphere of a, of a given territory is soiled you because know, of the absence of because souls. of the absence yeah we can't we can't wonder we can't just keep saying oh well, why, why is, is god not, not doing this yeah. why isn't this happening you know we we, we we need to understand that we have to arise there, there's no other way to this now we have just as quickly as possible yes try to describe the mission of jesus in these three points that we've raised yes it's so important that we understand this now something else we said again I think on Wednesday, yes, was we talked about the mindset of sonship. That's right. Where we said that you know God has sent the Spirit of His Son into us. Yes. And if you were with us on Wednesday, you understand the whole, the whole, so that we don't have to go through it again. But first, that is the mindset of sonship. Yes. In addition to the mindset of sonship, there is also the culture of the sonship. Culture. Yes. The culture of sonship, which is something that we will begin to look into from today because it is really important you know um it's one thing to have a mindset it's another thing, another to, thing have a to have a culture yes. you know now let me start by saying this the bible says to us in ecclesiastes where the word of a king is there is power there's power yeah where the word of a king is there is power let me read so something to you from proverbs i'll try not to read too many <laughs> scriptures today but I need you to see this in Proverbs chapter 31 and I'll read just two verses now if you read from verse 1 you will see that this was spoken to a king yes which we are mm -hmm. so in verse 8 and 9 of Proverbs chapter 31 it says something open your mouth for the speechless in the course of all who are appointed to, de to die open your mouth judge righteously and plead because of the poor and needy mm. now the reason why we're reading this is because a king is, is being spoken to here yes a king sits in authority in yes. government with a scepter in his hands all right and then they are saying to him open your mouth for the dumb for those who are speechless for those who don't have a voice in the spirits oh, yeah open your mouth on their behalf in the course of all who are appointed to death to destruction to wickedness to evil yeah judge righteously plead the cause of the poor and the needy this is, is one of the things about the culture of sonship we need to learn to open our mouths if we go through the scriptures from the beginning to the end we'll see a, a lot of examples on this you remember in jeremiah that god said, came and said to jeremiah i have put my words in your mouths and then God said to him, See, I have this day set you above kingdoms and above nations. Yes. To uproot, to pull down, to build, to plant, yes. to establish. I put my words in your mouth. And then God said to him in a vision, What do you see? And then Jeremiah explained what he saw. And then God said, 
you have you have seen correctly for i am watching some version says i will hasten yes. my words so, to perform yes. it now when we use this verse of scripture we're always thinking about the bible that god says i will hasten my word so, to perform it no it was, he was your word he was, he was, he was, his he was, word in your mouth in, in his mouth he, he was speaking to jeremiah yes not that jeremiah should go and be quoting from uh, scriptures. any scriptures he said the words that i have said you will speak mm? i will hasten words those words that, so it is dependent on believers opening their mouth mm. to speak into reality the plans and purposes of God. Of God, yeah. We are we are very used to, like we said, accepting whatever comes our way. Yes. We don't know that we can speak. Look at look at Jesus, who speaks to a tree for goodness' sake. Yeah, yeah. Speaks to the wind, and he said to us, "If you say to the mountain, yes." He said that you know God cannot be stones raised children for all. You know they're speaking to everything. Everything. Everything has an ear in the spirit. Yeah. We need to come to that place where it, it's our culture, culture of speaking, speaking. This is with this, authority. With authority. This is one of the first things about the culture of sonship. You cannot have your mouth closed. The Bible says, "Where the word of a king is, there's power." Not where the king is. The word. Where his word is. If you could separate a, a king from his word and you put the king on the left and his word in the right, the where power is on the right. It's on the right. Wow. The, wow. the power isn't where the king is. It is where his word is. Okay. Now, I want us to talk about how. Right? You just talked about culture and learning to speak. There are people thinking, okay, these guys are talking about authority and talking about, you know, sonship. And, okay, look at me now. I know you said something on Wednesday, but talk to me again from where I am now. How do I? Well, you talked about consciousness on Wednesday. If you missed that teaching, that's Chronicle uh, three, or Authority Chronicle three. Please, you go, you need to get that teaching. Now you are talking about uh, uh, sonship and culture. What does the ordinary believer do today? Because I'll tell you this: when we start to talk about what we call speaking, really, is prayer. Prayer, not just the one you separate yourself, but it is opening your mouth wherever you are. We always think about prayer as locking yourself behind a closed door to speak to things. But as the enemy brings things to us, we should immediately, one of the functions of being able to put your foot on the neck of anything, so first of all, release power through your mouth. Praise God. So talk to us about how. How. Yeah, it's the same thing we are saying. Yes. Reverend. We need, it's a culture that is built into us. Now, the thing is this mm. the culture comes along with the mindset. Okay. Otherwise, we will be struggling in the flesh to, to do something. Yes. You know, so it, it all goes right back to what we've always said we need to drink of His Spirit. Mm. Because you remember, we. we Created a scenario yes. with regards to a son and a servant. Yes. And a son, certain things just naturally flow out of him. Flow out of him. Yeah. You know? A servant, we have to be told, you have to instruct him. Um, look, you are a servant, but if when you wake up in the morning, you can you can jump on the couch. Couch. Okay, I can jump on the but couch. It doesn't come natural. It doesn't, it doesn't come you know, and maybe that is why we see a lot of believers. These supernatural things don't come natural to us mm, mm. because we have avoided the original thing, which is to com be completely recalibrated yeah, yeah. in 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 the, in the co consciousness of sonship, yes. as opposed to Lord help me. I'm yeah. just this powerless servant here, you know, coming to God with that mentality. In fact, dealing with life yes. with that mentality already sets us back. Okay, yeah. so so that that's it. 
if we if we want to set a, a, um, some rules down, do's and don'ts, yes. it will drag us into the flesh. Yes. That's why we began this series by talking about the the consciousness, the mindset first. Get into that place before we start acting, before we do anything. Before we do anything. Yes. We need to come to the place where we have come to see ourselves. That's why we, we, I'll say it again and again. It says of Moses that when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He, he had to first come to years. Yes. He had to first realize it. Mm. You know that this is not who I am. This is who I am. Wow. When we stand in that place, this is the mindset of sonship. This is the conscious. This is the spirit of the son. Yes. When we come to that place, you will not need too many instructions. You will know it will come naturally, it will come to, naturally you. to you. Rather than activities in the flesh mm -hmm. trying to produce spiritual results, results, the first priority is to position yourself yeah. in a place where these things, victory, comes mm -hmm. natural to you. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than trying to tell people to dominate things, to dominate your world and go and dominate this, mm -hmm. the first thing is take a place, position of dominion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. then dominating things will come naturally yeah. to you see what happened to peter yes when he was in the boat with jesus yes so he wasn't even in the boat with jesus jesus came to them walking mm. on the sea yes now this is jesus with the mindset of sonship yes walked on the waters we in the midst of all the storms and the waves believe me jesus saw the storms and the waves and the waves he did and still did not sink mm. And then Peter said, if it's you, bid me come. Well, they said to him, come. And then he came out walking on the water. And then he now saw the he same stopped. thing Jesus had been seeing he and stopped. didn't sink. Peter saw it now and began to sink. The servant mentality yes. kicked in. Kicked in. So you see, someone can say to you, pray. Or open your mouth and speak. Speak. And give you all the rules and the instructions. And once you proceed yes you and can you meet storms you mix storms yes. you, you know sometimes we get some results you know because you see the truth of the matter is that where god has brought us to first of all by salvation yes. it's a beautiful place yeah you will get some results there yes you will get some results there you know but we're talking about a place called sonship a place that is meant for dominion a meant for spiritual government where you sit there and you are truly and definitely in charge in charge it's not just a matter of occasional results here and there yeah. where you today you cry tomorrow you rejoice mm. today you are under tomorrow you are above that's not what we're talking about you know you know you keep going up and down up and down until we come into that place of the consciousness of our sonship the consciousness of who we are yeah so i'm going to ask you again the believer is saying how do i come to that consciousness right what do i do i'm excited my hands are up i want what you're talking about you know how do i go about it there are things by, by nature the way we normally do things we hear something and we take off and we run this is me this is what god has said you know this is who i am and we take off and we run in the direction how does a believer come awaken himself because when you think about consciousness you think about coma for example yeah. someone in a coma who is waking up yeah. to the awareness how does a believer transition to oh lord i'm completely oblivious of all of this mm. and i'm hearing these things now to the place where okay i've taken that you know praise god hallelujah still we're talking about faith yeah? yes mm. now you remember jesus gave a parable yes of the sower who sowed the seeds. Yes. Some of those seeds fell on the heart that 
Immediately they heard the word. Yes. With excitement. Yeah. They jumped up. They jumped up. And ran off. Yeah. And then when they hit some storms. Some storms along the way. Yes. They were offended. Yes. You know, there, there is faith. Yes. Yeah. Now a lot of the times we interpret faith with regards to a head knowledge. Okay. Now I've heard it. The Bible says. I'm a son of God. Yes. The Bible says I have authority. The Bible says I have power. Yes. I believe. Mm. Really. Really. Faith that has to do with the head only is not going to get us far. Mm. The thing is this here, faith is spiritual yes. and we need to understand that. I'm sorry, I would love to say you can believe immediately and take off. Take off. But even that parable of Jesus that did not agree with that. Yeah. You can take off and when you meet storms. You meet, you meet storms, yes. And some of them have no depth in them. No depth in them. The, the thing is this, faith really and truly is something that is spiritual. Now, let me explain a little bit. We've talked about, you know, drinking of his spirit. Yes. We've talked about gazing upon him. Yes. We've talked about all of these things and what they do yes. is they bring us let me just let me just be plain and say it this way yeah yes. there is something known as the realm of faith yes there's something known as the realm of faith if we don't break our way into that realm we may by some believing produce some results ah so we must aha uh -huh. now you're talking my language break yourself into that realm into that realm you know uh, and i will say this as long as you are in this realm of being entangled with and being concerned with the issues of this world then you are going to have issues being able to assimilate some of these things we are talking about as long as you are held down your whole world what is more important to you you are caught up with with the things of this world or material things you know all these things we're talking about authority and your attempts to go and reach for it you are you are trying to deal from two separate worlds Two separate worlds the only way to break into the consciousness is the first like what you talked about on Wednesday is to first of all detach from things of this world and engage this realm I believe that this realm of faith correct me if I'm wrong this realm of faith is also encompassed in that spirit realm right now if you are to make progress to come into sonship so that you can begin to walk on the earth and execute the purposes of God and exercise dominion over life like it was a joke, like it was play, you know? <laughs> Sorry, I've got to use these words. You know, to dominate life to that such an extent and chase out the enemy so that the purposes of God can stand with ease. If that is to happen, there is no other path but to first of all prioritize that dimension prioritize that realm of authority it must become a priority in your life because until it becomes a priority in your life you are caught up between two walls and as we have uh, heard from pastor yinka the two walls have decided that they will not coexist one must give way to the other you are the decision maker so just before we deal with some more issues on how I need us to understand that fundamentally there must be a recalibration of our priorities. You must seek what we are talking about more than anything else in this world. To be in charge, to be in dominion, 
to be in authority because that is why you were created. Let me let me um, explain a little bit more with regards yes. to faith. Yes. You know, sometimes you hear a word that is anointed. Yes. And because of what is doing inside you. Yes. You speak a word, mm -hmm. or you run off and, and do something, and then you produce a mighty result. Yes. Yeah. One, two, three weeks down the road, you attempt to do that same thing again, and it doesn't it work. Because you are not in that realm. It, 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 it was not fully built into you. Yes. It was stirred up because of what you had heard. Heard. You know, but when when water has a stead of the settle, I think you've touched on something really powerful here. We Christians tend to always have this thing of we touch on a little principle, mm. act on it, it produces one or two results, we make a religion out of it. Mm. Meanwhile, until you are in the realm, so our priority is not generating small results. No. This, our priority is not even results, yeah. generating results. Our priority is location altitude yeah. altitude where you are position as opposed to results because position will always eventually yeah. produce the results, the results. Yeah. Now, you know so talking about sonship we talk about the consciousness of sonship yes. and then we're talking about it you know when like you said if someone is in a coma mm. they don't know what's going on in the room no and then you begin to wake up from your coma and then you see people talking you see everything in the room yes there's an awareness there's a consciousness yes that brings us into that realm of faith yes now let me explain this with regards to faith again let me give this example yes there's something that can be called conscious faith and unconscious faith yes okay if you wake up in the morning mm. yeah you get out of bed do you know you, you actually exercise faith getting out of bed yeah but you didn't know it was faith unconscious because it's in you mm -hmm. There is a consciousness, there's awareness in you that I naturally get out of bed. That's it. If I want to sit on a chair, I'm just going to sit on the chair. That's it. I'm not going to go around and check. check. Oh, uh, am it. I going to fall through? Mm. No. Because there's a consciousness in me. I normally sit on the chair, just going to carry. But you see, a lot of the times when we are exercising faith, it is conscious faith. You know, not unconscious. Not unconscious. It is it's not like faith that has been built no, it, into it, it, us. It is like, mm, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm using faith now. I'm using and faith now. limited. That faith is not the kind of faith that Jesus talked about. No, that is a very limited very faith. Limited it has faith. not entered into your subconscious. Yes, it's not there. It's not deep there, there yet. Mm. So it may produce some results. Mm. But yeah. ultimately, you are not there yet. Wow, wow. You know what? Our time is up. But I think the message has been clear. If there's anything for us to take away, what I really got from this chronicle today authority chronicle 4 right is that the priority is not what we generate the little results i did this and it worked for me i did that it is actually where we are and it is the seat of government the realm of authority this this what we are talking about is a realm which goes back to what pastor yinka started to talk about the first thing that christ came to do after taking out the sin that removed man from that realm, chased out the devil so that he could restore man back to that realm. Praise God. So that he could restore you back to position. It is position, position, position that matters. Not your Mercedes, not what you got, not what you did. It is position, not because you have a house. It is position that you are in a place of authority you say to me pastor so how do we get to that position 
again the things that uh, we talked about uh, you know awakening that consciousness first of all we need to let go of our grip the, the hold that this world has on us the fear what of if this happens what of if that happens you need to come to a place where you say to hell with everything i don't care there is a realm of authority that i belong and until i get there nothing else matters that that's the attitude of a son he will not if for any reason he's dislodged from his father's prized position as a son the first priority like the prodigal son he said i will go back i will go back home after all worst case scenario under my father's house i would rather be a servant than to be where i am today so the priority of anyone who may have lost their way is to first of all go back home go back to that world go back to that dimension of authority that you belong because that is what is natural to us wow you ask me again how <laughs> how make up your mind to have nothing else but this realm begin to drink of his spirit begin to feed on him not trying to do the things that come naturally to that realm but first of all make your way there when you are when it becomes natural in you you will naturally produce the results of a son any last words before we go well i'd like to encourage every one of us to stay on this path yes we've said and we will keep saying again and again god is counting on us yes all of god's plans and purposes all of his dreams for your for this generation for your city your nation your family everything depends on us depends on god raising sons or us rising into sonship we cannot take this lightly this is reverend rex and this is pastor yinka saying that the kingdom of god is real, real. god bless you <laughs>